sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Morenzi, and I'm on the grid, and so is the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. We're stacked. It's a triple threat Friday edition of the program uh, today. Uh, we've got the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, kicking it alongside. Steve Merrill's going to step up and in. And uh, Merrill's a perfect guest to have on the program uh, today because uh, Merrill's one of the best in the business when it comes to uh, talking NASCAR. We're going to hit the bricks, literally yep. and figuratively, although it's not the brickyard. It's not the Brickyard 400. That's what normally it is. Uh, this year, it's the uh, big machine hand sanitizer. <laughs> Doesn't really roll off the tongue. What is it, man? Rock and Mortgage Classics. Yeah, yeah. Where are you going? What are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm going to the uh, I'm going to the big machine hand sanitizer 400. That's a big hand sanitizer, Ken. They're gonna have like a big, big, like yeah, like. Yeah, remember the, the remember, big, the, remember the horse race game? Big ass fans too. I don't know where these sponsors are coming from. Big ass fans, sanitizers, rocking more yeah, big, big machine hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. Uh, that's, that's that's what they're calling an NASCAR race. So uh, whatever, Steve Merrill's going to join us. I don't care what they call it. All right, let's just pick yeah. a winner. Um, I agree. So Steve Merrill's going to join us. But uh, Steve actually is. Um, Steve takes an interest in the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. And so the way this year, 4th of July just kind of crept up uh, on us. So uh, it's very interesting. Joey Chestnut feels as though he's at an advantage without fans and with less competitors. It's very interesting, Cam. And I'm thinking, like, what, what are you talking about, bro? But Joey, Joey Chestnut's a psychopath, right? Like, he, he really, is. like, he goes to see a sports psychologist and everything. Like, he really, he lives this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, he's so not, he's made money out of yes, he's yeah, a champ. Yeah, he's made millions. So yeah, yeah. yeah. like uh, so yeah, I don't really look up to the dude though. I heard Pharrell talking about it earlier. He's like it disgusts him and stuff, and it disgusts <laughs> me as well. But if there's a betting angle, there's a betting angle. Like it is. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Like I don't look I don't up look to, to these dudes and stuff. No, like I don't look to him as a hero, but I think I have less disdain for him not than you and Pharrell do. Yeah, no, they're not. Uh, no, they're. I don't know. Yeah, he's got a gra- gag reflex and a crazy system, and I don't know how the hell he does it. But we got to give him credit. Like, look, if I got into a it. smoking weed contest with Snoop Dogg, it's a competition. But does that make us I athletes? No, I think you'd actually. I'm going to be honest with you. He talks a lot. I'd beat him. I've seen. I think. I think you'd win. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like me on the main. It'd be tours, like three, like four beating. in the morning. I'd yeah. be like Snoop. You want to step outside, blazing? I don't yeah. want. He'd be like, Yo, dog, yeah. I'm good, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I, I, yeah I'm yeah, going yeah. to be honest. Sounds like a challenge. Yeah, he's got good strains, but you got longevity. I'm betting on you as a pooch. I like I that appreciate price. It. I get good value. <laughs> I outsmoked too short before. <laughs> <laughs> and Red Man and Method Man, not easy. Oh, yeah. I can go on. Nice. Yeah, I can go on. I have a pretty good track record. I have a pretty good uh, track record. So, yeah, we've got the uh, the Nathan. So, yeah, so Joey Chestnut thinks because there's no fans, it helps him for some reason. And uh, this is better, though. This is interesting, Ken. There's less competitors allowed. So he thinks that they're going to be making less hot dogs 
therefore they will taste better. It's kind of twisted, but he that's his logic. A good po- you know what? His <laughs> logic isn't even that stupid when you think about it. Because when you're mass producing something, you're right. Maybe he gets yeah, yeah, the better yeah. cuts. I, I don't know. Like he, see, he seems to be on top of this. Gabe, he's a professional leader. I think he knows the way things oh, he is go. A pro. So, I'm not saying yeah. – I said he's not an athlete. I'm not saying he's not a pro. He's, he's a professional. Craft. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's oh yeah, he's the best competitive eater in the history of the game. Bar none, Joey Chestnut. <laughs> game time decisions radio begins. I'm Gabriel Reds. We're kicking it with a raging redhead uh, can. Stuart Steve Merrill's gonna hop up and in. We're gonna talk about the uh big machine hand sanitizer race, uh, aka the brickyard uh NASCAR. Talk a little uh Nathan's. We'll have some fun with that. Pete Annapolis will step up and in. We'll talk some basketball and you know what? With everything that's going on in the world uh, right now, with all the, the social movements, uh, a couple of weeks ago, one of the top prospects, like the top prospect in college basketball, said, you know what? I think now is probably a time for me to go to a black heritage college. And today, one mm-hmm. of the top recruits in the country called his bluff and said, yo, bro, are you in? I'm, I'm going to Howard. He just signed. Maker just signed with Howard yep. University. And word is, Buddy tweeted him back and said, I got you. And now word nice. is behind the scenes. They're trying to recruit another couple of kids. Doesn't take much, bro. One kid can't change Howard. Two kids, yeah, you can do some damage. Three. You get three or four blue chips rolling in there. Suddenly you're dunking <laughs> on everybody. I don't care what it says on your jersey. You know what I mean? Like Howard goes 32-0 and and makes the tournament, right? Howard future. So it's very, very yes. interesting. Like you and I talked about this. Like monetarily-wise, people are coming after the NCAA, and now the kids are like, screw this. I'm not going to go play for Duke. I'll go play for Howard. I'll put my money where my mouth is right here. Whatever, man. The kid's only playing for a year anyways. Exactly. Right? It's not like he's going there for four years. It's one year. It's a statement. It's one year. Doesn't hurt their NFL, uh, uh, their NBA draft stock. NFL doesn't really have a choice. You see all these recruits right now, um, you know, signing with colleges. They don't have a choice. They can't. You've got to play football to get in to the National Football League. The NBA is a little bit different. So, yeah, Pete Annapolis will step up, and then Mick Ossie will kick it uh, with us. Um, Steve Merrill also very fitting that he joins us, guys, because uh, Steve grew up a Washington Redskins season ticket holder. Yes. Went to the games every week. Uh, lifelong Washington uh, sports fan. Uh, so we'll get his take on the movement right now. And it's all but done. Like, they're changing the name. It's just a matter yep. of what are they going to change the name to uh, right now. And Red Tails is getting a lot of momentum. Uh, Hogs. Hogs is something that people uh, like. Washington Warriors is something that's in the mix as well. We got a ton of stuff to break down. Game time decision continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decision continues. I am Marenzi. We're throwing it down with a raging redhead, Cam Stewart. We've got a, a ton of stuff to get to on the program uh, this evening. Steve Merrill is going to step up and in. Merrill will join us uh, momentarily. Uh, we've got Mick Aussie at the back end. God knows, maybe Mick will join us from the swamp 
again, who knows? I'm predicting that. Uh, yeah. With, yeah. yeah, who knows? Who knows? Uh, with, with Mick, Pete, and Apples, we'll talk some basketball uh, with Pete. All right, so the Redskins are on the ropes uh, right now, guys. There is a serious movement that it's gone from Dan Snyder saying over my dead body to – um, yes, yes, we understand the uh, the community. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. Not talking not so tough fighting. now, are yeah, you? There's no fight. Yeah. Like, no, no, they've rolled no. over. Like, they basically said, yeah, it's yeah, over. we're changing the name. Everyone chill well, out. We're changing the, the name. Think about <laughs> it. You got FedEx, Gabe. You talked about, we talked about this yesterday. FedEx is the naming rights of the stadium. And one of the guys, the, the, the chief of FedEx, is a part owner of the Redskins. Sorry, Snyder. Like, you're backing down. This is happening. The question is, is, is it going to happen this year before the season? Dude, Nike took them year? off their website last night. Exactly. No gear like no, Nike Redskins just gear. removed like Washington from their website like they sold every other exactly. team Washington don't exist suddenly the message <laughs> was sad you're changing the name no now so yeah you're changing the name and you're changing the name uh now so mm-hmm. uh we'll break it uh we'll break it down Steve Merrill season ticket uh holder uh rocket mortgage leaderboard we'll get into this a little bit countdown yep. of the MLS uh is on five days until kickoff uh, with their uh, tournament um three weeks Exactly three weeks until Major League Baseball regular season starts. It's hard to say that without laughing. Um, it is. Mike Trout, yeah, I'm sure baseball, like their best player in the game, says he's very uncomfortable. <laughs> like Mike Trout showed up for, for training camp, and they asked him, so how do you feel? He goes, not good. He said, I'm very uncomfortable about this. And quite frankly, my wife is pregnant, and I don't know. I might leave. I might stay. I don't know. And I'm not comfortable about the safety uh, protocols. So basically, Mike Trout isn't feeling good about this. NFL, the NFL players, Cam, the NFL players uh, have voted today. They're not playing the preseason. Exactly. Nope, so not it even went two. from, You're as right. I stated, it went from the Hall of Fame game being canceled to preseason weeks one and four to the players saying, yeah, by the way, we're not playing preseason. So how are they going to play regular season without preseason? Like, you know, at what point do the – and listen, we haven't even gotten into this. NFL players, they're going to step aside more than other players will even. They're bigger dudes. Like, how many – it'll be constant. Like, linemen? a bunch of linemen are going to say, I'm Think not safe. Linemen. I'm going to die. I'm not exactly. doing this. And at what point – at what point does, you know, is the national – look, college football supposedly is two weeks away from postponement camp. Oh, like yeah. it's, it, we're, we're getting to the point right now. Like, and not, this isn't Pinko Kami, Rachel Maddow talking. This is the Big 12. The Big 12 mm-hmm. commissioner said, yeah, we've got until July 13th. And if we don't, like, basically, if we don't have a decision by July 13th, we're not going to be able to kick off in September. Like, they're, they're getting it. Pac-12, supposedly, once again, you and I were right. Pac-12 is looking at an option where some schools play, some schools don't. Yes. Um, there's a push in the Big Ten right now to say, you know what, let's wait and play in the spring. Let's just postpone everything until the spring uh, right now. Wait out the next little wave and then play in, like, March after the Super Bowl. We're all over the place. Let's bring Steve Maryland. Uh, right now, because one thing we know that's going on is the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Fans are no fans, Merrill. Joey Chestnut yep. will not be denied his opportunity of greatness. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, I mean, it's ironic, isn't it, that the sports we're going to have this year in 2020 are UFC, NASCAR, golf, and hot dog eating. And we're not going to have football, basketball, or baseball. Uh, <laughs> it's the world we live so, in. Welcome to the new decade. 
Yeah, here, we got to deal the hand, uh, the, the cards that were dealt, Barrel. That's all we could do. Uh, so listen, uh, it, it could be worse. Me and Cam actually uh, hosted an esports show before, so uh, you know, <laughs> it could be worse. I've, I've, so, <laughs> I've held on to that game. That's the one thing I haven't handicapped yet. I, I tried a little soccer back in March. I've done horse racing. I did the Belmont. You know, we've done some UFC, some NASCAR. Going to do an eating competition, it looks like. But, yeah, I've held off on the eSports. But that, the funny thing is that's actually the biggest market of all, and it's probably going to be here to stay. Uh, you know, the sportsbook managers I've talked to said there's actually some some legs to it now. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, Sims? Yeah. Joey, Joey Chestnut set the record in uh, 2018. He ate 74 hot dogs. Last year he ate uh, 71. But he actually thinks he can beat his record this year with the special conditions because of the coronavirus pandemic. Um, all right, so um, even without fans in a large open warehouse-like space, fewer competitors are spaced out. Chestnut tells TMZ there is some downside with no fans pushing them, but there's good things about the conditions. There's a little bit of a bonus because it looks like we're going to be eating in air conditioning, and there's less mm. eaters, and they're making less hot dogs, so they might taste better. <laughs> I wow. was telling Cam earlier, Steve, that <laughs> Joey Chestnut takes this seriously, bro, right? Like, he goes to see a sports psychologist and all this. Like, he's a psychopath. What's your take on this? Because I know I respect your I respect your competitive eating handicapping still skills, Merrill. What do you make <laughs> yeah. of Joey Chestnut's take that he's at an advantage now with the air conditioning as well? <laughs> yeah, point. I mean, Gabe, you and I go way back for, you know, almost 20 years now, and you and I have talked about this competition for at least 15-plus years on the shows, um, you know, and that's why I love handicapping it with you. And there is value with these. I mean, there, there are odds out there for a reason because you can handicap this stuff. And the, the one I always throw out was, do you remember when they changed the format from 12 minutes to 10 minutes, like 15 years ago, and the sports <laughs> books were caught off guard and they didn't even know, and some sharp money just started hammering the under until they got wind of it. So it's the wild, wild west handicapping these sometimes, and you really do have to read between the lines like do you're you remember, doing and get the information. You remember a couple of years ago, too, when I got the inside information about he broke up with his girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a competitive yeah. eater. It was the yeah. best. And I remember we were doing our yeah, show. Cam, I, told like, you, oh, yeah. I said he's not well. I said, Ken, yeah, he's not well. I said his I chick left it. him. He's not doing well. He was on Twitter. Oh, you all like seeing me fail. Like he was sort of falling apart. And then the next yeah. year, I remember I told you, he's on his game, guys. He's back. Revenge. He has a new girlfriend. Yeah, he had a new girlfriend. He had a new attitude. He was like, F her, man. I'm good to go. Because that girl was his manager and stuff, Cam. They were together forever. Oh. It threw him off his game, bro. <laughs> Damn right it would. You're eating with your manager and love and hot dogs. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot. To take in. <laughs> and don't forget. Not necessarily, don't not forget. in that order, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and don't forget that dude, Matt Stoney, came on pretty hard for a year or two. Correct. Remember yeah. my boy, Stoney Matt was- Stoney? Yeah, he's faded, out of the market. Whatever happened yeah, to him, he, he just disappeared. You know, these guys. He, he peaked. All, it's a tough and it's funny you, when you bring up Stoney, you know, because Kobayashi, Gabe, when you and I started handicapping yeah. this in the he early 2000s. He used to be a legend, yeah. Before like, Chestnut, just, Kobayashi, remember, Chestnut yeah. came out of nowhere and beat him. Like his yeah. fifth or sixth year that Kobayashi was going for the win, he lost. And he just disappeared. He did a WWE bum rush of the stage a couple years later. He got barred from like the competitions. I mean, it, so it is important to kind of look at the ebb and flow of this. And we all thought Stoney was going to be the guy to dethrone him. And then he just disappeared. You know, and I don't follow it in the offseason that closely, but he was really good. In fact, Stoney was a lot better 
than Chestnut in a lot of the other categories. Exactly. Like, well, mm-hmm. He was a, I believe Stoney he was a sweet wasn't a hot dog specialist. Exactly. He's more, yeah. Stoney was crushing everything. Wings, yeah, yeah, wings exactly, and craft dinner. Exactly, Cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Stoney set the world record. Me and Cam tried it, and we failed miserably. Like, Which uh, one's that, Stoney, No, Stoney ate. No, we haven't uh, done the craft dinner one yet. We were going to talk. We were going to do it, Gabe. And our old bosses at work said, no, no, no. We're not doing well, that. How many boxes that. was or, it? He ate, what was it? it was Seven four. boxes in like three minutes? I think it was It was four in a certain <laughs> amount minutes? of minutes, you told me. Yeah, it was. It was disgusting. It was a lot. It was a lot. And he's a little dude. I mean, Chestnut's actually a pretty tall guy, but Stoney's like five, 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 six, maybe. I mean, mm-hmm. And that's the most fascinating thing about all of this is the big 400 pound guys do not do well, like Badlands Booker. And by the way, that's a great no, nickname. No, 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 yeah. No, no, yeah, exactly. so, yeah, I mean, Chestnut looks like the guy to beat. I haven't seen anybody new come out of the woodwork this year unless you guys have. So, I mean, I think it's pretty cut and dry. But you're, the over-under gets tricky, like you said, Gabe, because it's all about motivation. And if he doesn't have somebody pushing him like Stoney anymore, it concerns me. So you just wonder, does he really want it that bad personally? Because otherwise it's going to be, no pun intended, a cakewalk. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he gets to 75. I don't think he's breaking the road. The the, the air conditioning thing's a really interesting point, though, because they're normally out there in the heat at noon, July 4th, on Coney Island. I would say that's worth two or three extra hot dogs and buns. I don't know. I mean, it's probably worth a couple extra hot dogs and buns. Game time decisions can be You call these bagels? Bagels and bad beats. You want to think NASCAR is filled with a bunch of dopes? Yes. That's better than being thought that there's actually racists out there putting up nooses all over the place. The Sports Grid Network. You're watching Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Hey guys, Cam Stewart with your Sports Grid News and Betting Update. You want the capping edge? Get on the grid. Lots of news today. Major League Baseball and the MLBPA announcing that there have been 38 positive tests for COVID-19 after the league's first round of tests. Of the cases, 31 players and 7 staff for the total. It only equates to 1.2% of the total of 3,185 tests taken. LA Angels outfielder Mike Trout said today that he's still discussing with his wife whether to play baseball this season. He's unsure. Quote, keeping them, my family healthiest is my top priority, said Trout. His wife Jessica is pregnant with her first child. The reigning AL MVP and eight-time All-Star says he's also going to talk to Angels GM Billy Epler and skipper Joe Madden on what to do when the baby comes. The MLB All-Star game in Los Angeles was canceled due to COVID-19. As a result, the Dodgers have been awarded to host the event in 2022. The cancellation marks the first time since it was uh, not being played since World War II in the Atlanta Braves. They'll host the 2021 game. Basketball, Indiana star Victor Oladipo will not play in the season's restart. Oladipo returned to action in January after missing a year due to a torn quad tendon. He was rounding into form before uh, the league stopped, averaging close to 20 points a game on 43% shooting in his last four. Oladipo says he's close to 100%, but his medical staff concluded it is in his best interest to sit out the restart for his long-term benefits. The NBA and NBA PA have agreed on a list of social justice messages that can be displayed on the numbers on the back of the players when the league resumes play. 66-year-old Lakers assistant Lionel Hollins won't be joining the team in Orlando after being red flagged for a health concern. Five-star recruit McCour Maker announced he is committed to play hoops at Howard University. He becomes the highest rated recruit at number 16 on the ESPN Top 100 to commit to a historically black college in 20 years. McCour says, hey, he wants to make HBCU black colleges and universities this movement a real one. He spent the last four years playing in high schools across USA and Canada, most recently playing in Arizona. A source familiar with discussions between the Redskins ownership and the NFL says a name 
name change. Very likely, it could also take place before 2020. The announcement comes one day after FedEx, which owns the naming rights of the franchise stadium, asked the team to create a new nickname. And Nike, they've removed all Redskin gear from their website. The NFL said today they are against preseason games. The league is planning to trim the preseason from four to two games. Cleveland Browns tight end David Jadoku, he said uh, his agent wants a trade from the Cleveland Browns, a 23-year-old intent on getting traded before the start of camp. The Browns made Austin Hooper the highest-paid tight end in March, and they selected Harrison Bryant in round four of the draft. Round two of the Rocket Mortgage, we got Chris Kurt and Webb Simpson on fire, sharing the lead at 12-under. Tournament favorite Bryson DeChambeau just one shot off the pace. The cut line, minus five. European soccer action, we got Atletico Madrid there. They're getting the job done. They get the, the victory today, a big one in their game, 3 nothing over Mallorca. I'm Cam Stewart, back to Game Time Decision with Gabe and our guest, Steve Merrill. Game Time Decisions uh, continues. I am Renzi with Brody Dow and the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, and Steve Merrill, ProSportsInfo.com, one of the coverage experts. Uh, Steve cracked us up on the way out there <laughs> with the seriousness. The seriousness of two, two, two uh, air conditioning's got to be worth uh, yeah, two buns and two two, uh, two dogs. Two and a <laughs> half. Right there. Two, two and a half. We're setting the adjustments. Yeah, we're setting the adjustments. Can I get a teaser? Are there hot dog teasers? I like my teasers. Yes, Can't I will. This. At my sports book, I will not offer you curling te- teasers, but hot dog teasers, we can talk. <laughs> hey, hey, Gabe, let's put it this way. The over-under at DraftKings and FanDuel, that area is 72.5 is minus 180 over. 74.5 is plus 125. So you're talking the two hot dog difference that I just referenced yeah, is worth wow. almost 200 cents in the betting line, actually 210 cents in the betting line. So that's a nice that is, plus so price they're saying though, to the under. One and a half dogs is a teaser. That's a six-point NFL teaser. It's one and a half dogs and buns. That's the air conditioning factor for you. <laughs> you know he's going to be right there. So last year he checked in at 71. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know his motivating. I don't know his motivation. Let me ask you guys, so speaking of betters and all this type of stuff, the you know, the controversy, we didn't get your take on this, uh, Steve. So basically last week, um, last week in Vegas, one of the operators screwed up and their kiosks. So the casino was open and they, they don't have anyone at the window, but they have kiosks, right, machines. And they had the Korean Baseball League up still, except the games were about two hours in. <laughs> the games were two hours in. And a bunch of dudes, they played 50 parlays. They got a little greedy. They played 50 parlays. <laughs> they hit them for understand, though. You get, I know. That's how you get they on the They hit them for $137,000. $137, I know, Cam. Right? So, buddy hit him. One guy hit him for a 10-team parlay, $137,000. Sides and totals and everything. And... I saw today they were talking in Vegas, one of the gaming shows. They were saying it was unethical and there should be a respect factor amongst both sides in a window. And I'm thinking, there's no respect in Vegas. And listen, you can't prove without a shadow of a doubt, in my opinion, like if I'm on the jury, you can't prove that Buddy knew the game started. And if the game's lost, were you going to give him his money back? No. Exactly. And, yeah, exactly and I've what seen I was that before. Yeah. I saw that before, yep. guys, with the lottery system. Cam, it was years ago. And it's nuts because I saw yep. the replay. You guys might even remember this play, man. All right? I don't know if you remember. Michael Bishop, of all people. Michael Bishop was on the New England Patriots. <laughs> except he had a stronger wow. arm than Tom Brady. <laughs> so they brought him in to throw a Hail Mary at the half once. And he did. And it was a touchdown. 
So anyways, the lottery system that was taking NFL parlays put the game at 4 o'clock instead of 1 o'clock. And uh, basically, uh, the Patriots were playing the Jaguars. And um, the Jaguars were killing the Patriots. And everyone ran to the store and played the Jaguars and put the Jags on every ticket. <laughs> Bishop hit a Hail Mary and they came back. And the headline in the paper was, even uh, even when game, even when betters no score, they still lose. Like they lost. It was like a miracle comeback. And they actually That's lost. Crazy. They didn't get the money back. And I was thinking, Steve, if I go into the casino, imagine, let's use Cam as an example. Cam's had a couple of drinks. He's partying with his girlfriend in Vegas, all right? He's had a couple of drinks. Yes. He's been at the tables all day. He doesn't true. check his phone, doesn't check anything. Exactly, Cam. I'm using it. It's a true story. It could happen to you. Yeah. So you're at the El Cortez. You're, you're, you're gambling. You're playing the ponies. You're at the tables all, all day and a few too many drinks. Oh, I want to get in on your basketball game. You don't look at anything, Cam. You don't know yep. that Malcolm Brogdon and Victor Oladipo are out. You've been partying all day, right? Do you get mm -hmm. to go back to the window after the game, after they lose, and say, you know what, man? I never checked anywhere online. I didn't know that Oladipo was out. I didn't know that Brogdon was out. His bad took his bad face because I didn't know. Steve. Point. Do you guys agree with that with the way I'm looking at this? What's your take, Merrill? You first. Well, first of all, I mean, the, the situation you run into back in the day, especially with the internet casinos, they're a little more on top of things now. But, you know, you occasionally get the lines reversed where a four point favorite would be minus four and the other way around. So, you know, you're getting a four point favorite at, you know, plus yeah, yeah. four instead. And um, yep. some sports books back in the day would, would just take it on the chin. But most of them over the last 10, 15 years that I've seen, um, they'll void it. So I think it's the same situation. And here again, it's really a no win for the better. If I was a better, I wouldn't play it because I'd look at that situation like you just said. You're either going to lose the bet and they're going to keep your money or they're going to just void it after the fact. Now, it is a little different than the final score being in because like you said, there is the possibility you might not win. You had like a 90% edge, so there's a 10% chance yeah. you don't win still. Yeah. Um, but if I'm a sports book, I have it clear as dry in my rules that if it's past posting, which is what that is, um, that it's just void. So I think there's no problem but with voiding those you've bets. you've been on the wrong side with consistent. your horse. Yes, game, and I will give you, you the truth. Right, I will give you an right? example. That, yes, Steve, I will give you an example that happened to me. I played horse racing, okay? The horses came out of the gate. They got my bet in, okay? My horse was there. They voided my bet. He won. I did the exact same thing on the exact same book. They left it open. The horses got out literally two seconds after the race. You don't know who's going to win. I got it in. And they yeah, and, and then they took yeah. my they took my money when I lost the exact yeah, I don't same like that. thing I don't happened. like so that. I, I would be problem. cut and dry so, that if it's past posting, you know, you just cancel it. But yeah, that's that's shady. Yes, I don't like that. It, it should all be void. It should all be void. But that's my point. As a right. human being, and you get screwed like that, why wouldn't you want to take a shot at the casino for screwing me? These guys have cost me thousands of dollars doing that stuff, and that's I call them the all thing. the different off or whatever. It's different. And these are all it's past crazy. stories and sort of uh, antidotes, we'll just state. Yes. Uh, but in past in past times, you're right. There's differences if you're betting with somebody and you know, right? Like a good example yeah. is Merrill, uh, our boy Cohen. Let's just call him out for what it is, he is. Once there was a glitch, Steve, the Oklahoma Sooners were like 35-point favorites, all right? It was supposed to be like minus 26, like 100,000 on the money line. Right. There was a glitch. It said minus 260. Right. He tried to bet it on credit, like, you know, like max. And Buddy told him after, 
I'm charging you the minus 2,600, not this, like, minus 260, right? <laughs> On the money. Yeah. Like, there's people that are, like, knowingly, like, oh, it's just, it's a different area when you get into these overnight games. Listen, it's happened before. This is a story that comes up every damn year, guys. I remember in Montreal years ago, the Portuguese guys, same thing, man. It was the exact same story. All the Portuguese guys that hang out in the cafes, they all knew that there was like a, a, a monsoon or something in Portugal, all right? And yep. they moved up the games one day. They Normally they played on Fridays. No, 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 they played on Thursday this week because of this. But no one knew. This is like 15 years ago, right? Like even like early internet days, 20 years ago. So only the Portuguese guys knew, but they went hardcore, man. They went to the bank, and they took out like $800,000 and stuff, and they hammered it, and it went to court for like two years, and uh, they lost. They were basically offered their money back, but with no profit, and some guys took the money back, and other guys went to court and lost. Now, I know, Cam, you remember it happened in Toronto with the German League, it did. and Lotto Ontario yes, it did. paid. They, they were like, all right, screw you. We're not paying anymore if this happens again, right? FanDuel, mm-hmm. there was a glitch last year. Guys bet. Remember, remember the guy he got in? He got like uh, $81,000 on a $100 bet on the Broncos, a computer yep. glitch. They paid. Mm-hmm. They honored it. They, they said, you know what? It's our mistake. Congratulations, sir. Here's your check. <laughs> it's good, right? good customer so service. I think it's good yep. business. Exactly. I think yeah, it's good know, business. FanDuel's the best when it comes to that. I mean, they pay out guys, you know, ahead of time on futures, yeah. and they're smart in that oh, regard. Yeah. Hey, Gabe, let me ask you real quick. I mean, since this was a Vegas thing, it seems to me that the gaming commission, they're so anal about rules. I mean, isn't this kind of cut and dry what the rules are? Do they not have that in writing already? About, yeah, like, yeah, the they're not games getting paid. Nevada, Nevada doesn't care yeah. about customer service. That's the whole thing. No, they, don't. they don't care. Those guys are getting their money. And in fact, there's talk about banning them. They like, did they do something right. illegal by trying to do yeah. this? Like they want to know, like they want the faces and who did this. They're looking at the cameras and everything. So those guys are on the list. All right, let's get into the, uh, the NASCAR, uh, Steve. Um, I'm feeling Kevin Harvick uh, this week. Is there, is there any reason not to like Harvick and Hamlin again? Same package, Steve, similar, similar situation coming in here. I, I'm just oh, no. feeling, my gut tells me that Kevin Harvick, though. Oh, yeah, no question about it. I mean, this the great thing about this race is it's very similar to Pocono. We've had no practice sessions, which I hate since the shutdown ended. Um, but we had basically two races at Pocono, which are going to be very similar to this track. So not only do we have past track history, but we have last week's results and, you know, how they ran. And both races, Saturday and Sunday, no doubt that Hamlin and Harvick were by far the two best cars in both races. Nothing misleading about the one-two finish and then the two-one finish for Harvick, and the fact that he didn't win the second race. I like him even more now. Um, you know, Hamlin is coming off the win, but he actually was the fastest car overall on the weekend, so it's hard not to like him as well. You know, I always looked for a contrarian take when I'm handicapping. Unfortunately, there's nothing misleading about those one-two finishes. They are by far the class of the field last week, and they should be again this Sunday. You know what's amazing to me, guys. Is so we talk about Kyle Bush every week, still gunning for that first win. <laughs> we're actually 15 races in. Hard to believe, exactly. Ken. We're 15 races into the season right now. They've raced Is 11 times time? post pandemic. No, I don't mm-hmm. think so. But I, I wanted to him. ask him, Cam and Steve. But he's teammates with Denny Hamlin. Hamlin's killing it, Steve. Same package, same garage, same technology. What's going on with that? Interesting. What? Well, remember, guys, last week, remember, Cam, I said, too, remember with Kyle Bush, I was telling you, Gabe, last week on, on the late night show that, um, you know, Kyle Bush really misses practice. And boy, did they talk about that a lot on the Saturday and yeah, Sunday broadcast. Right. I've been saying it for a few mm. weeks. 
weeks now, but the announcer said it a lot this weekend. They look for a big show in Sunday because he had the Saturday race under his belt. And we don't know what was going to happen Sunday because keep in mind, Ryan Blaney, who was one of the strongest cars as well, he took Kyle Busch out. They took each other out middle of the race. Um, so we don't know how Bush might have finished on Sunday. I said last week, you know, it's hard to use until we see something. But if you look at Pocono's practice sessions, I think Bush really, this might be the strongest race of the season for him. I will say this. If he runs a clean race and he's still not a top three car. We got to get out of here, Steve. Yeah, exactly. All bets are off. But I have no- SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues. I am uh, Marenzi. We're throwing it down with a raging redhead, uh, Cam Stewart. We're going to see when to try to get Merrill uh, back on. We ran out of time uh, with Steve. Time always uh, flies on this program. Great stuff with Steve Merrill, ProSportsInfo.com. And uh, covers experts that damn hot dog eating contest threw us off. (laughs) (laughs) We we really broke it down. Air conditioning, bugs, dogs. It's like the whole damn sick. Yeah, we never we never even got into the Washington stuff because he's actually a season ticket. Right? So exactly. you know what I mean? Like I want to get his take. I want to get his take on this. But let, we'll get back to Steve Merrill. Let's bring in uh, Pete Annapolis uh, right now. RDS television analyst, our uh, basketball insider, as well as former assistant coach with the UMass Minutemen. Pete, um, I guess a late happy Canada Day and an early happy 4th of July. Yeah. And a happy 4th of July to everybody out there. Uh, as well, thanks for joining us, Pete. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, it's a great week. We start with Canada Day and we go with 4th of July and it's a whole week of uh, a lot of good time, just like Cam Stewart loves to do it. Yeah, yeah, Cam's <laughs> looking forward to barbecue. He didn't get a chance on Canada Day. He had to do a show. Good. So, uh, yeah, That's Saturday is going to be a big 4th of July <laughs> celebration. Yes. So right now they're celebrating, Pete. You know, we brought this up last week, and I think this, uh, this, this, uh, this Williams kid could be next. Five-star basketball prospect, uh, Macker Maker, commits to Howard University. He did it to, quote, make the HBCU movement real. And, of course, other players, Williams talked about this on Twitter a couple of weeks ago and saying, you know what? Maybe now's the time for me to go to a black heritage uh, college. And he saw Maker, and uh, once he said, I got your back, he just tweeted him, I got your back. I said earlier to Campy, one guy, all right, ain't going to make a difference. Two guys, all right, you got something going on here. You get into three and four guys, you got a Fab Five thing going on suddenly. This is revolutionary. We'll see. I think William's going to follow a step here. They're going to have Maker and Williams. I think Williams said, I got your back, bro. He tweeted him. I got your back. I think he's going to go to Howard now as well. What do you make of this, Pete? From the NCAA, the G League money stuff, the rules, man, they're really making Bill Self and Coach K's life miserable right now. And I say good. They've had it too easy. (laughs) (laughs) They've had it too easy. But this is a nightmare for the Power Fives. What's your take, Pete? I think it is. I think first and foremost, it's an historical day. There's no question by making a decision like this, it gives, it opens the door, it brings hope, it brings change 
It brings student athletes at a different light in terms of when they're going to select a college and where they're going to play. And they want to make a, a, an impact not only on the court, but off the court for millions and millions of young kids and Americans across the world. But uh, I hate to be the spoiler here, guys, but I'll tell you this. I would be absolutely shocked if Maker Maker actually steps into a Howard classroom, let alone a Howard basketball court next season. Interesting. This is a kid that, that has been homeschooled his whole life by his legal guardian, Ed Smith, uh, who's the legal guardian of Thon Maker, who plays for the Pistons and all mm -hmm. the Maker family. He's become their legal guardian from the Sudan. He wants them. He's sheltering them. He hides them from competition. They don't play anybody. And now he's going to pick Howard over Kentucky or, or UCLA or Memphis. This kid has his sights set on the NBA draft, the NBA, or the G League. It's a nice day. It's an historical day, and I'm happy he did this. And he's getting a lot of followers. He's going to get so a lot of So you're saying it's symbolic only. But at the end it's of the day, only. I'd be shocked. Shocked if he will end up one day in a classroom at Howard University. Wow. What about the kid? Uh, what about the kid, Michigan State, uh, this week? Same thing. No, he's a little they, bit different. You know, they, I think he's going to go the the traditional route that he really wants to go and play for Tom Izzo in Michigan State. And again, the makers, the, that family, the the brothers and the cousins. It's something really different, guys, in terms of what's happening off the court. These kids don't actually go to school. They're homeschooled by their legal guardian. Mm -hmm. So I think that, again, a lot of these schools are trying their best to get these kids to get on campus. They tried with Thon Maker. He said that he was going to go to college, and he didn't. And I think this is the same uh, trajectory that we're going to see with Maker. But at the same time, you never know. Maybe he's going to want to end up going to college. But I really think that his sights are set on making the NBA. But it's an absolutely great PR move. He becomes the face of the black community for all student athletes. I think that him and his legal guardian and his potential agent really hit a slam dunk here. I hope the kid is genuine and that wants to do that. And let's see if he does. But let's make no mistake about it, guys. Howard University won four games last year. And if you Googled the four teams that they beat, You'll have to Google it twice because you've never heard of them. They got a big rebuilding mode there. Keith Blakeney, former Duke player. Uh, it's going to be really tough, man. It's going to be really tough for them. And again, I'm I'm on a wait and see mood. I'm not getting too excited over this, but it really, really made the news today. No question about it. But but damn, that's some Gabe insight there, Cam. Yeah, I know. Pete's Pete's on fire, Gabe. I was, I was going to say though, Pete, can we see this eventually change? Can we see guys go, you know what, I'm not going to go to Duke. I'm not going to go to Tucky. We talk about Howard or Hampton when they beat Iowa State and that Marcus Pfizer team a long time ago. Can we eventually, in today's climate, can, can do you think things can change and actually have not just from the image of what's happening today, but kids actually going to these schools, playing for these schools, and getting these schools into the top 25 and competing with the big boys? Do you think it could happen? Yeah, no, I think it can Cam, the reason is, is that today the players are so more connected uh, than they were 20, 25 years ago, where you actually had to make a long distance phone call to get in touch with somebody and actually pay those long distance fees. Nowadays, <laughs> Charges, you yes. can just text, DM, IG. Uh, the kids are they're playing in the same AU tournaments. They're going to the same five-star camps. And, and I think, again, the Fab Five was that team that decided to change the world and say, hey, let's all come together. And it started with Jawan Howard being the first to commit, then Jalen Rose. They got Jimmy King and Ray Jackson, and ultimately C. Webb came in there. 
I think, you know, when you look at Duke with RJ and Zion, they decided to play together with Cam Reddish. The kids could do what they want. And I think right now the times are changing that players will be compensated uh, for for themselves and what their brand means uh, before they become professional. So why not? Why can't three guys go to a small school, play together and shock the world and make an impact not only on the basketball court, but for a lot of those HBCU programs that for the longest time were not really relevant in athletics. So they can. It depends what the kids want to do. You know, it's a great point uh, that you both raised. A great question, Cam. And, you know, I'm thinking actually too, guys, you know what makes it a little bit easier, right? Younger kids are more socially conscious of True. things now and they're aware of things good now. Point. They also know that it doesn't really matter where they play if they're good enough to be in the NBA. It doesn't matter what school they go to or if they go play overseas, et cetera. They know that the NBA is still going to draft them. And also, guys, I think they also know I'm not going to college for four years. I'm only going to be there one year, right? Even if I go, I'll go there for one year. I won't be there for four years. So it'll be a cool experience uh, for me. I think they're a long ways away. Put it this way, though, guys. Basketball, at least they can dream. Football, it can't happen. You know, no. you're not getting you're not getting 80 blue chips. It ain't happening. Like the kids at Ohio State will laugh at you. Yeah, Ohio State's paid me 250. Sorry, Howard. Right? Like, yeah. like they'll be like, it's not happening. Uh, basketball, though, it only takes a few. It only takes a few. All right, so let's talk a little basketball uh, right now. Zion Williamson, unbelievable uh, seeing the pictures of this kid and uh, the conditioning that's that he's in. Uh, right now. I'm buying into the hype of Zion. Looking forward to seeing what the Pelicans can do uh, in this bubble. A dangerous uh, team, but this kid just keeps uh, doing all the right things, man. And, you know, this kid put up 23.6 as a uh, pudgy kid with a bad knee. <laughs> you know, look look at him now. What, what, do you, what, did, what did you think Rip. when you saw Zion and how ripped he was now, uh, Pete? Oh, I mean, listen, I got to see him live um, when he was a freshman at Duke. They had a foreign tour to Montreal. And when I saw the kid, you know, I like seeing the kids, not when they're playing, but their demeanor, you know, at practice, at shoot-arounds. This kid, Zion, is all business. He wants to be the best player on the court. He wants to be the best player of all time. He wants to win championships. And he's a great teammate, and he's humble. And he actually loved his college experience playing for Coach K, playing for Duke. He would have stayed two, three years if the astronomical money that was thrown at him uh, wasn't there. But having said that, I think when I look at the top echelon of NBA players right now, there's Yanis, there's LeBron, there's Kawhi, and there's Kevin Durant. Those are my four in any particular order that you want to put those. And then there's the next level, right? Who's going to take over the league afterwards? I mean, Harden it could be in there as well. But you got Doncic, you got Anthony Davis. My money is on Zion Williamson becoming the face of the NBA after those four guys and relatively soon. If Zion and Memphis, I mean, and New Orleans can get by Memphis, at least get to the point where they're four games closer to them and they'll get that uh, play-in game or series at 8-9, that 2 out of 3. Mm-hmm. If, if Zion gets into the playoffs and Zion goes against LeBron and the Lakers, Watch out, because they got a good core around there. Ingram's healthy. Holiday's there. Long yep. the ball was playing better. Derek favors. The Pelicans are set up for success long term, and this guy Zion just keeps getting better 
and better with his skill set. He could shoot the three. He could rebound. He could dunk. He's got a little post move. Can you imagine, guys? He's 19 years old. What this kid's going to be. Yeah. He's going to be the face of the NBA for a long time. We I were saying that, night on Sports think, Rage late yeah. night. He'll be, you'll see, mark my words, mark my words, Space Jam 3 in like 12 years with Zion. <laughs> like Zion yes. will be like that global, global superstar, $2 billion like type thing. Like he's going to be a billionaire. The kid's going to be a billionaire. All right, well, we could talk ball all night. I don't want to throw you in the hot seat here, Pete, because I got to be honest. I got a little research to do on this, and it kind of crept up on me. But how about this basketball tournament? I love this stuff. So it's basically old Ohio State guys and old schools, and they all come together, and they play for a million bucks, Cam. I watched this stuff last year. Dude, it's good ball. Like, we're talking about former NBA guys and stuff. Like, there's real ballers. In this stuff. Remember that chucker on Syracuse, uh, David Dorf and all those? Yeah, it's like, I remember that. Remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Syracuse have a team. Syracuse has a team. You know who won last year? A bunch of Ohio State guys. Remember Aaron Kraft, Pete? God, I hated that kid. Right? Man, he was a, uh... (laughs) yeah. Oh, I did. He was like their their version of Hurley. He was like their version of Hurley. I knew he wouldn't be good in the NBA, Aaron Kraft, but. He was a hell of a college player, that kid. He was he was uh he, he was really, really good. He reminds me of uh Wojciechowski that we all hated at Duke, Greg Paulus that we all hated at Duke, <laughs> and then there's Aaron Kraft at Ohio State, right? Those guys are tough, they're hard nosed, but they don't got a lot of love from the general public. Man, I'm uh, you know, this is some really, really cool stuff. We're gonna hit this uh like Travis Diner is in this. Travis D- Diner is uh playing Aaron Kraft. Uh, is playing ton, tons of guys. Isaac Haas, a lot of Big Ten uh, dudes. Joe Johnson, former uh, Arkansas Razorback NBA. We can go on and on, man. It's actually high-level fun t- t- to Sean Taylor. Kansas have a team, Cam. We'll go over the teams a little bit later on. Mm. We're going to hit this with Big Man on campus tonight. Uh, get, you know, dig in a little bit, Pete. Next time we talk, we'll jump into this tournament uh, a little bit. It starts, uh, starts this weekend. Going to be some fun stuff. Pete Yiannopoulos, stay safe. Always a pleasure, Pete. Thanks for taking the time to be with us, buddy. Thank you, guys. Happy Fourth of July weekend. You too, Pete. Pete Annapolis, uh, with us. Man, how many people we start yeah. talking about Maker? He's going to start talking to us about, like, his advisors and he's homeschooled and, that, oh, they don't want to play. He, see, that was, that's inside information right there. Game <laughs> time decision continues. <laughs> sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com Game time decisions continues. I am Gabriel Moretz. We're throwing it down with a raging redhead, Cam Stewart. Uh, Steve Merrill is going to return to, to the program in a couple mm-hmm. of moments' uh, time. We want to get into that Washington uh, football uh, talk, the uh, the name change that is definitely imminently uh, coming. Um, we talk NASCAR. I like Kevin Harvick. It's hard not to like Harvick and Denny Hamlin in this race, but I will guarantee you Jimmy Johnson will not win this race. That much I can guarantee you. Breaking news, which broke like just moments ago, actually, right after we ended our conversation. Cam, pretty much the biggest name, man. This is pretty big. 
Jimmy Johnson test positive for coronavirus. Oh, poor God. Jimmy. God, poor yeah, like, Jimmy. He's had a he, he's had uh, a bad I hope Jimmy's all right. He I like Jimmy Johnson. Like, I, I agree with he's you. Had, of all I the guys, like he's one of the nicest guys on the circuit, and he's got to get it. Why him? Yeah. It's kind of like it's like what uh, Sergio said. He's like, out of all the guys who got COVID nineteen, why Nick Watney? There's so many other dicks on tour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he like called out like all like the prissy guys. He's like, oh, Nick Watney's a nice guy. We hang out and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like you know what I mean. Like I'm with you, guys, Jimmy like, Johnson. I see, I see Jimmy. I'm like, oh no, not poor Jimmy. Like you know what I mean? That's yeah, Jimmy Johnson. Test positive. Poor guy too, because he's trying to win a race. Guys that want to race exactly. in like 110 races. All right? He keeps coming close. Yes. Now he's got to sit out now. He's going to be out for a couple of weeks now. Brutal. Yeah, his season's That's shot. Brutal. He can't get enough points now. Just like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't realize that this. Just like NASCAR? that. Season done. I think, that's the, I think that's the first driver from NASCAR to get COVID-19. Jimmy Johnson, test positive, is going to sit out Sundays at Brickyard. Yeah. Yeah, as far as drivers are concerned. As far as drivers, I think there was a couple of people in the, in the, in the pit areas. Uh, wow. That's, All right. That's so, so yeah, we'll get such, to, you, you, Man, that guy's got bad luck. Yeah, he'll be all right. Hopefully he'll be all right. He's not young. I hope Jim. so. That's the thing. No, he's not. He's an older guy. Right, we'll bring it in. Steve exactly. Merrill's going to join. We'll get into the uh, golf odds, too. All that and more. Bring it. You call these bagels? Bagels and bad beats. You want to think NASCAR is filled with a bunch of dopes? Yes. That's better than being thought that there's actually racists out there putting up nooses all over the place. The Sports Grid Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.